From the podcasting studio in the Reynolds School of Journalism, this is Residual Culture. A media mixtape. I'm Joey Lovato. And I'm Ben Birkenbein. And Ben, today we are talking about our past and maybe some of your future. Uh, the kids. The kids. We're talking about the children. We're talking about the children of America. Uh, we're talking and about, everywhere. Yes. And yeah, all, all of the world. Um, we're talking about kids shows. Yeah. Um, we'll, do, we'll do two episodes, one on TV and then we'll do another one with my mom, who is a children's librarian on children's books. But we'll get that one out later. Yeah, and so the context for this is, uh, for those of you that do not know, this is, is a that, big announcement. Yeah, that Ben uh, Ben Birkenbein is having a new baby uh, that's, that's, coming up. That's you. You're yeah. Ben Birkenbein. That's right. Yeah, we are having a, a baby due uh, in October at some point. Um, and you and your wife, Alberta. Yes, that's right. Sorry, sorry. I guess I'm assuming that you know these are uh, uh, faithful listeners and they know all <laughs> yes. about my personal life. Yes. But yeah, basically, we've got a baby coming up, and um, and it just got me thinking about like the future. Well, also <laughs> just media for children, right? And like, what what is the media landscape right now of like children's programming? And so I reached out to you, and I just said, hey, you know. I know that your mom, you know, is an elementary school librarian, right? Mm-hmm. And so she can maybe come on to talk about books. So we're going to do that, but we thought we'd break it out into one on books and then we'll do one on, on shows. Like, yeah, shows, like television shows. So I thought today we'll just talk about what we remember from like our childhood. And kind of what we've seen, I, at least I would like to talk about kind of modern kids TV too, yeah. because I think it has yeah. taken interesting turns. It's definitely changed. And and so there's probably gonna be some stuff that you know that I don't know, but I also like, um, you know, I, I also have my son who has been growing up and I, I remember some of the stuff that he was watching and what was he, what he was interested into. And more than anything, just like conversations that I had with him about what other kids at school were watching yeah. and, and you know, what, effect that may have on the kids. Yeah, the kids, the youths. Yeah, so the, the youths. So where do we want to start? We want to start with our personal experiences? or Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, I mean, what was like, what was the first show you remember watching as a kid? It's, you know, so I, I went to a, um, uh, I had a babysitter that I would go to, right? Um, before preschool, I, I still remember that. And then up through preschool, I remember going to preschool near my babysitter's house. My mom is a school teacher, so she was working and then she'd pick me up a little bit later. And I, I have memories of being specifically at my babysitter's house. And she was, I was watching like cartoons. I was watching then um, some of the earlier Disney movies, but not like the... I mean, there were some animated movies like uh, Dumbo. I remember Dumbo and being very frightened by the pink elephant scene. <laughs> okay. Uh, not only that, but like there used to be this old Disney thing where like it was this, gosh, how to explain this? It was like just a rotating Mickey Mouse um, outline, but it was done in such a way that it was just like sitting there rotating and it was the intro to all the Disney like VHS tapes. Hmm. And I remember being kind of weirdly frightened of that too as a child. Okay. Because it's just this really large mouse figure just rotating and it was like supposed to be this nice thing to introduce Disney movies, but it was a little problematic. I, I never experienced that. But. All right. <laughs> anyway, so I remember watching like classic 80s cartoons like He-Man, uh, oh, Thundercats. Yeah. Thundercats. You know, Mask was another. I don't know Mask. You're, oh man, Mask is really good. And every now and then I'll go back and watch like the intros to these or like the theme songs and I'm like, oh yes, I you know forgot about that or man yeah master of the universe. just brings up so many great memories so it was a lot of cartoons did you watch gi joe yes that okay. was another one um so and i still use that line by the way so at the end of every gi joe episode they would have like a, a public service announcement oh yeah <laughs> it's like where like a kid wants to like jump his metal bike over a downed power line or something <laughs> and then like just as he's a bit just before he's gonna do it like one of the gi joe characters steps in and he's like whoa whoa there son 
you don't want to do that, you know? And they'd always say like, there'd be this moment of realization on the kid's part, like, wow, thanks. I didn't know that. And it was like, well, it's like, how do, I forget how it goes, but he's like, the line was, and now you know, and knowing's half the battle. G.I. <laughs> Joe. <laughs> they would come in. Thank God you know not to jump your bike over down power lines. Yeah, and it, it, like, it was absurd because it was like flickering and sputtering out electricity. <laughs> it's like, I'm going to jump this metal bike over that yeah, thing. Let's do good. it. <laughs> I mean, it's got rubber tires. Yeah. I mean, there's plenty I can talk about, but what about you? Let's get some of your... Um, my first show that I remember watching... Um, was probably Pee Wee's Playhouse, oh, I which also is a remember. very bizarre show yep. for children to watch. Um, it was like that. Um, Dragon Tales was something on PBS. Um, yeah, Arthur. I remember I watched Arthur. Arthur, sure. Um, my sister watched Arthur. Yeah. I, did, I did not watch Arthur. He so those were me. like the early shows I remember watching. Um, I think I watched a little bit of Teletubbies, but I think my I have a younger brother. And I think mm-hmm. he kind of watched it, and I just kind of ended up watching it with him. But then like. As I got older, like, I remember actively really enjoying, I mean, Spongebob is just, like, I mean, we should do a whole episode on Spongebob, honestly, but it, it is such mm-hmm. an integral part of my generation. It, it is so ingrained in the culture. I mean, I I have, like, two friends who didn't watch it, and I remember, we, like, whenever we hang out with them, like, we make these references, and they're like, I don't get it. And I'm like, you, you didn't watch Spongebob? Like, yeah. It's, it's so much a part of, like like, all of my references are Spongebob. That's very interesting, because I've had that experience with you, and then also other students of mine well they'd be like oh it's like that they'll make some reference of spongebob they're like you know the episode where this happens and i'm like i watched a little bit of spongebob like just because i was into like animation and actually wasn't it spongebob's creator did also like dexter's laboratory or was there some no, connection there no, no that was dexter's lab and, and powerpuff girls Powerpuff Girls. um i forget but i forget the, what the connection is spongebob was originally an adult swim show and then yes and then adult swim but, didn't pick it up and so nickelodeon grabbed it and then it like so it was really weird because of that right i see i remember actually that in fact one of my good friends uh girlfriends uh gifted us like somewhat as a joke but like she got us spongebob shirts but they were like the all yellow ones with just like spongebob's face on it no i think somewhere there may be a photo of us wearing those shirts together oh man if you find it we'll put it up on the instagram oh my gosh i don't even know who would have that anymore (laughs) but um anyways so the point is i didn't watch spongebob like all the way through it's interesting because it's not like so many shows, I think the only other show I can think of that kind of does this is Seinfeld, actually, where there's like right. very specific a, episodes that people yeah. totally like talk about and are like, remember this episode? And The Simpsons. This, oh, the yeah. Simpsons the, and other the ones, Simpsons, too, yes. right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, and you can listen to our Simpsons episode with uh, Professor Patrick File. That's right. Who also <laughs> uh, just got married. Hey. Congrats. Con- congrats, Patrick. Um, yeah, so. Also a SpongeBob character. There's all these SpongeBob. And if you, if you, that's right. If you go back and like watch some of them, they're like really profound sometimes. Like there's this one episode that I remember called like SB538, I think, or 538. Oh, okay. I could be wrong on the number. But and it's about like Squidward ends up in a time machine and goes to the future and then realizes that everything is like awful and like he needs to fix it. And then he ends up in like this peril dimension where like he's just completely in a white room and he just says like, ah, I'm alone. And then it's just like the word alone just starts echoing around him and he's like, oh my God, <laughs> I'm wow. alone. It's like very profound for a ch- kid's show. Right. So this is something I think that changed. So I'm going to try an impromptu analysis. Let's take because, it back a little bit here. Because I'm thinking of like, we, we both mentioned, although I didn't mention, I guess in mine, I mentioned more like Disney stuff, which has been around in a big part, obviously of children's programming. But there's a divide between like the public television programming, which 
a lot of times aims to be educational, educational yes. right? And then there's like the entertainment side, which is like Nickelodeon, Spon- Disney mo- movies, yeah, SpongeBob, that kind of stuff. And if I if I think about like those two prongs of my childhood television viewing experience, PBS was like Sesame Street. Yeah, I watch Sesame Street right? too. Like everybody grows up watching Sesame Street. M- mind you, my Sesame Street became before before Tickle Me Elmo, or before Elmo was like the dominant character. Pre Elmo, Elmo was on, yeah, but he was not like the... elevated to like Big Bird status. Uh-oh. I mean, Big Bird was the, you know, basically the king, I guess, or queen. I don't know. Yeah, you know, of Sesame Street, um, Bert and Ernie, obviously too. Um, Snuffleupagus, all everybody's favorite. Well, what about? Uh... Uh, Oscar the Grouch. Oscar the Grouch was and, there. And the Count? The Count was there for sure. Yep. One. One turtle. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. Oh man, that's a good, that's a good impression. Yeah, I do a pretty good count. <laughs> um, so anyways. I think you're right though. Like there is like that, it, there is those two prongs, right? The education and the, and, and the entertainment. Yeah. And I think they both to a degree always try and show positive messages to children in some way or another. And but I think one of them is more like let's talk about like learning. I mean Dora. I think I, I watched some Dora growing mm-hmm. up. I mean like let's talk. Let's let's learn about Spanish. Let's talk about like problem solving. Where SpongeBob is more like, look at this weird sponge flipping burgers. See, but here's where I think we have to acknowledge a little bit of a divide because, like the Saturday morning cartoons that I was watching, problems were solved through violence. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. And it was Tom and ve- Jerry? Well, not only just Tom and Jerry. I mean, yes, there's like the, you know, Looney Tunes kind of like slapsticks comedy stuff. But there's also like literally like it was just and it, it it's great, like don't get me wrong, um but you had you know, GI Joe glorifying, you know, sort of uh military personnel, et cetera, et cetera. But you know, by and large, that was like a battle between the forces of good and evil. Yeah. The same way that like Thunder He-Man. ThunderCats, He-Man, right? And everything was was revolved around just like a battle yeah yeah that's, that's true i never thought about that actually that's yeah it, it did it moved away from violence in a way that i never thought about until just now well it's that but then what i think happened is like the like whereas like the violence and all that sort of like battle and really cool animated um whatever weaponry and everything that kind of translates though a little bit later and i think what i view a little bit more now is like just more like absurdist comedy you know what I mean? So it's just like, like now the comedy is just like zany or they, they crazy things or crazy yeah. things happen. So mm-hmm. I'm thinking of like, um, uh, Gumball. You ever watch this show? Oh, like yeah, the uh, amazing, the amazing world of, world, world of Gumball. Yeah. Very strange show. Yeah. It, but like that kind of humor is just like, like the regular show, the regular show. Yes. That's exactly. a great show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So those kind of shows now just capitalize on. There is still like some slapstick stuff where somebody gets hurt and it's so, funny, yeah, like, you know, like or, an anvil falls on someone. <laughs> exactly, yeah. But it's, it's like also, classic. it's also just like hyper. I don't know what to say, but like like really um, exaggerated features and movements. So sure. like, and I think the animation has gotten very creative. I mean, especially with Gumball, every definitely. character has like this their own specific type of animation, which is really interesting. Right. I mean, I didn't actively watch Gumball that much, but like, I, I can appreciate it. Like just from a technical standpoint, it's it's like art. Yeah, and that was actually a little annoying, to be completely honest. <laughs> I mean, I really liked it too, but I remember like uh, my son really wanted to watch that show, but he wasn't. 
you know, it, he wasn't really allowed to watch the show mm-hmm. too. So like he would see little snippets of it, but that was another show that like a lot of kids at school were talking about. Oh yeah. Was, yeah. With that, was that show. And then there was another one too, and I'm, I'm blanking on the name um, right now, but it may come to me a little bit later. Yeah. So was that the same for you though? Did you have like your shows, because like the Saturday morning cartoons were, they might've still been there, but it, you, it wasn't like He-Man or no, Thundercats no, or no, any no, of that no. stuff, I mean, right? it was definitely like SpongeBob, Fairly Odd Parents. Um, I've never even heard of that show. The Fairly Odd Parents? I've never heard, like literally you just said those words and I'm like, I've, I've never heard that. <laughs> Cosmo and Wanda? I don't know who those characters are. What? Nope. Really? Never seen it. Never seen it. Never seen anything promotional about it. Oh my God. Never heard anybody talk about it. Never. Wow. Nope. That's really blowing my mind, man. It's around the same time that SpongeBob was around. It's definitely like, it's like. But I approached, but remember, <laughs> it's like SpongeBob sh- for me was like Adult Swim SpongeBob. Sure, sure. But like, I mean, they were both on Nickelodeon at the same time. So I'm just surprised that, that's crazy to me that you didn't. I mean, it's, it, was, a, it was a pretty big deal. Jimmy Neutron? I do know Jimmy Neutron because okay, I think there was a movie. There was a movie also, first, right? actually. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And then I remember when I got a little older, I started watching like Drake and Josh. This is another thing that I don't know, but I know that that's a really big deal. Like Drake and Josh. Drake is like and a Josh big, is really good. iCarly yeah. was fine, and I think our, iCarly was actually really ahead of its time because it's all about like a live streaming. But like this was around in like twenty two thousand like six, hmm. two thousand seven. Okay. So yeah. Interesting. Yeah. The other thing about that is like, uh, so I remember like early Nickelodeon programming. That was the other thing. Like a lot of it was not animated. There were some animated shows, but there were like, I think, I don't, uh, I, uh, gosh, this is, I, (laughs) I don't know this to, for a fact, but I kind of feel like this is the, (laughs) this is the, the, the way it was is that, um, Nickelodeon, like animated shows were sort of in the minority on Nickelodeon. So you had shows like, um, you can't do that on television. Okay. Uh, Double Dare? Double Dare, yeah. Like you had these like game shows. These are shows I never watched. Yeah, but, but yeah. there were big shows like that. I bet. Um, so for example, what was the Agro Crag one? Um, oh gosh, people are going to get us so upset with me, but this is what happens when you just try and pull this out of I your back I pocket. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Legends of the Hidden Temple. Got it. Oh yeah. Got it. Leg- yeah. The, and they would, they would challenge the Agro Crag later on. So all those kind of shows, everything was based in competition. Yeah, you okay. And, and and there was a lot of like slime and goop and obstacle yeah, courses. That was like that was kind of a thing like when I watched it. And yeah. I think like now it's like I had like the Kids Choice Awards. It's like a really cheesy right, award right. show. But yeah, like the slime thing, I think they've hopefully moved away from that. It was really weird. It is just kind of strange. But it was it was really entertaining though, you know? Yeah. The other so some of the early animated shows I remember would be like Rugrats. Okay. Do you, do you know Rugrats? They yeah. made a movie yeah. about oh, yeah, Rugrats. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I know Rugrats. Rugrats was one. Um Doug. Duh. Was another one? Oh, and hey, hey Arnold. Hey Arnold, yeah, but that was a little bit, but that wasn't, wasn't that on PBS? No, 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 no. Hey Arnold was on, oh. Arnold's like the aardvark, right? No. Hey Arnold, football head. It's like in New York. Oh, yeah, what am I thinking of? Who's the, oh, Arthur. You're thinking of Arthur. Arthur, yeah, I'm thinking of <laughs> Arthur, yeah, Arnold. Ar- hey, hey Arnold and Arthur are very different shows. Hey Arnold they was are, a little yeah. bit, um, uh, like, sad. I mean, like the guy. I think he lived with like his grandparents, and then like, like all his friends had like a lot of problems. If I remember right, I don't remember watching that show very well, so I could be totally off on this. But yeah. I do remember it like taking place in New York City. Did you ever watch Codename Kids Next Door? Nope. Do you know what that, you know what that is? Don't even that know what one's that is. a little bit under the radar for people I think around your age. But it was for me. It was awesome. It was like these kids who lived in a treehouse, and it was one through 
eight, one through 10, one through seven. There was like, each of them was just like, oh, I'm number one. I'm number, like that was just their name was like, and they were like, they were like secret agent kids. Hmm. But like, they were all just playing pretend. And like at the end of the show, like they would all have like lasers and stuff. And then it would zoom out and it would just be like them playing with like toys. But um, Hmm. it was super cool for me to watch. I mean, like they were, there was like the the preppy kids that live next door that were like evil. And they were like, they would they would move as a unit and all talk at the same time. They'd be like, hello, <laughs> number one, we've yeah. been waiting for you. And then yeah. they would like take out like their gun and it would like shoot mustard and it would like blind them. And they'd be like, no. <laughs> There's a, that's like a really interesting phenomenon though that I think does happen in a lot of children's programming is the, um, you, you know, they play on stereotypes, but it also offers kids a way to understand different types of people. Sure, right. Sure. You know, so like, oh, here's the jocks. They all move together and do this thing. And yeah. like, if you're not one of those kids or like, maybe you don't want to, that's like ridiculous. You don't want to be one of those kids. You mm-hmm. should be like kind and nice and you yeah. know, care about other people or whatever. Yeah. And that was definitely like each of the, I can't remember if it was like eight or something, like eight of them, mm-hmm. they all like kind of represented like a different archetype. Like number one was like the leader and he was like super cool. He was also bald for like as a kid. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like number two was like this like really sweet girly girl. And number three was like the right hand man and she was like really kind of um like i don't know like butch okay she's like yeah so and then like i yeah number four was kind of like uh he was like the jock and there mm-hmm. were all these like and they each represented like a different character and so it was really cool to like watch like that show i remember really Thank enjoying you. it that's the other thing too that that will happen in a lot of uh kids programming is that you have like a group right and then each member of the group has this kind of their own personality i mean whether you're yeah. talking about something like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, yeah, right? Yeah. Or if you're talking about like a group of friends or like the Goonies, right? Or something sure, like that. Yeah. Um, that just brought up a memory. I remember trying to watch the Goonies. I don't know how old I was, but as soon as they got, they went down, they like infiltrated that first house to find like sloth or whatever, mm-hmm. like chained up. Yeah. Turned it off. I was like, I can't watch this movie. And then I went back to it later. And of course, The Goonies is great. But like, that was very frightening for me at sure. whatever age oh, I, yeah. I watched it. E.T. was like my biggest fear for years. Really? Like the actual yeah, alien? The movie. Yeah, he was horrifying. It's like a three-year-old. <laughs> yeah, I guess. He's, te- he's oh, so- Oh, a three-year-old. Okay, okay. He's that's so nice. scary. <laughs> I don't know when I watched E.T., but I don't, re- I just remember being fascinated by like it. Like the first scene when they like, the ball gets kicked and you're like, oh my God. God, as a th- there is some there's some suspenseful moments. As a three year old, yeah. you're losing your mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah. interesting. I hate it. I still don't like ET though. Really? I think it just like left such an impression on me. I think for me, it's oh maybe yeah. I guess I, I guess I don't have, <laughs> I guess I don't have any like very strong feelings about ET other than just like a nostalgic thing of like this thing I watched when my, I was my like, parents young. like still make fun of me. They're like, oh, what if we watch ET tonight? And, <laughs> and I'll be like. I'm not scared of it. I just don't want to watch it. Like yeah. I just like you know like I'd rather watch something good. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I'm not saying but, E.T.'s bad. I'm just saying, like, you know, I've seen it. Right, right, right. Um, yeah, so uh, what else? Do you know, what about now? Do you so, have any examples of, yes. like... So there was a show. I don't know if it's on anymore or not. Well, okay, actually, first, I'm, I'm going to back up here. Okay. Teletubbies. Yeah. Super weird. People, like, used to drop acid and watch Teletubbies. You know what's interesting about that? So let me tell a quick aside about Teletubbies. So yeah. I had a uh, a community access television show mm-hmm. that I was part of in, in high school. You were a part of it. Yeah, I was like oh, okay. on the air. And we what we would do is it was like call in talk stuff, but then split with like pre-recorded like video things that we would do. Okay. So like whether they're like little skits or just something that we just wanted to do that was kind of funny. Sure. Um, and uh, so, <laughs> all right, fine. There's another story about that. But anyways, one of the videos that we did was a mix up of the Teletubbies opening credits 
But we did it with like heavy metal and like corn uh, oh made it this, and yep. we called it like the demon tubbies. That's the most Ben thing I've ever heard. Well, it wasn't me. First of all, it was not me, but that we aired that and then we immediately got a call like Ex- threatening to shut down the station. Like yeah. if we sh- aired that thing again. So then uh, we did air it on our last episode just out of like re- rebelliousness to be like, because it got the most, it got the best reaction. Like it was hilarious yeah. when you, when you put like, um, you know, like corn or some one of those like, you know, bad metal bands or whatever. When you put that over the top of the Teletubbies, it, it has a totally different meaning. Sure. Yeah. So, yeah, no, the Teletubbies was just, like, a weird moment in television for, like, just, like, thinking back on it, like, as... What's with the baby in the sun? Dude, it's super weird. What's with the baby in the sun? Well, and, like, time for Tubby Custard and, oh like, gosh. all these, like, weirdo things. It's just, like, it's, it's like, it, it's odd. They rub their, t- t- their tummies and they start, like, emanating, like, like, like a TV. beams. There's yeah, a TV on the I tummy. know. Yeah, so, anyway, Teletubbies was weird. I just wanted to bring that up. But, anyway... <laughs> that little aside has been brought to you by by um, Tubby Custard. Tub, tub, yes. <laughs> um, but now, yes, today's television. There was a show, and I again, I don't know if it's still on, but Yo Gabba Gabba. Oh yeah, and it's L- it's strange. Yes, but, but it's all about music, and they have so like good. legit artists yep. doing original songs. I mean, like the Aquabats. There was a, the, the Killers. There was a. There was a tour. The, they did like a Yo Gabba Gabba tour, I'm pretty sure. The Killer's original song for Yo Gabba Gabba called Spaceship Adventure is an amazing song. Nice. Highly recommend listening to it. You can find it on Spotify. Yeah. Um, no, like uh, all these like huge bands did did um, st- stuff for the Flaming Lips. Yeah. It was amazing. And so Yo Gabba Gabba was a really good way, I think, to get kids into like music in a in a way that wasn't like original crappy kids music right it wasn't it's not kids bop right yeah know? yeah little kid bop stuff that's really interesting too like uh so yeah all those shows wait a minute, man for some reason yo gabba gabba's oh so let me this reminds me because um when my son was very little he also really loved um uh I would show him like little clips from from stuff that was like children's programming. So we watched like you know the Muppets and we watched other oh, things. Yeah. But well, one of those was the Menomina, like little. Do you remember oh, this? Oh yeah. Da, 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 da. Well, the, yeah. Menomina. Well, you, know you know who did yeah. that? It was Cake. Oh, did they do that? As they well? did the song, yeah. Well, but that was after. I mean, yeah. the original one was yeah, yeah. It was on. Uh, I think it was a Muppets, right? I'm pretty sure it was the, Mon- the Muppets. Yeah. Um. So we did that, but then the other thing that he really loved, and you know. It's amazing to me when kids are growing up, they, they'll get interested in something and then like that's the thing they continue to go back to. So for example, I had a cousin, uh, her son was really into garage doors, right? <laughs> okay. And so like every time, you know, they came over is like, hey, you want to go push the button and make the garage door go up that's, and go down? That's amazing. The thing for, for Caden uh, was that Your he, son. Yeah, my son Caden, is that he, he was, we had this one, it was like one of those really cheap DVDs. I mean, it was like a two, one or $2 DVD that we got at like a checkout somewhere, mm-hmm. like at the aisle. And it was just a, it was like this 1970s look inside of a fire station. Oh, cool. So it had like, hi, I'm Fire Marshal Bill or something like that. Like today we're going to show you all about what it takes to fight fires, you know? And he's just like showing him around the inside of like a fire engine and like he was like putting his gear on and stuff. Caden just loved that thing. When I was a kid, yeah. I was obsessed, obsessed with tractors and, and like yeah. back, back goes and, you know, all the like and so construction they, stuff. Construct, yeah. And so they had a structure, as I called it when I was. Structure. Like two, I think. I was nice. like, it was like two. I was like two years old and I would be. 
And they had this video. My parents bought this video, VHS, of like all these just talking about like the backo loader and the yeah. front loader. And, and they would just like go through and like show kids all the different stuff. And I just would watch it and just I have like all these memories. And I still, you know, I'm not interested in construction anymore. Right. But whenever I like see those machines, I'm like, oh, those are cool, man. And like I kind of like these like weird memories like flash back <laughs> when I was like a baby and like watching these things. And then the other thing, when we uh, my grandparents used to have a cabin mm. up in Northern California, up in the mountains. And all the cousins, all the little cousins would get together and there's like six of us. And we were all close in age. We're all within 10 years of each other at least. I mean, all, most of us are within four. Um, and th they had a tour of Disneyland DV or VHS. And we would just watch the tour. And it was like done by like all the little characters. And oh, the music, it all just, it's so, I mean, we would watch it and then be like, Grandpa, rewind it. Yeah. And then we just like watch it again. Yeah. And I remember we would watch it for like, Four hours, like wow. just just rewinding it and just watching it again. Wow! It was like, and it's the, all of the like, I could probably recite like the whole hour long tour of the Disneyland. So two things that I I also want to mention here because you're mentioning just like like you're talking about um, hanging out with cousins is yeah. like like this is bringing up this other really big part of my childhood, which is that like a lot of my other cousins were older than me, mm -hmm. um, and so there were a couple cousins. Specifically, like there were like three boys. It was like the one cousin who's older, me and my other cousin who we're the same age. And then he was a little bit older, but we would go over to my grandparents' house and watch WWF wrestling oh, yeah. all the time. Now WWE because now WWF WWE. is owned by the World Wildlife Foundation. That's right. <laughs> but man, I would still, you know, like even now, in fact, I just introduced Caden uh, not that long ago. I guess it was a while ago, but <laughs> to some of those clip scenes, like where they're interviewing like oh, Macho yeah. Man Randy Savage and he's talking Macho about, man. he's talking about being the cream. Oh, the, <laughs> cream, the is... cream. The cream. The cream oh, of the yeah. crop. Yeah. It was just, but man, there's, I mean, again, Take a step back. My childhood was all like hyper masculine violence. Yeah. You know, it was all like is, good, good versus bad. Which is what how I would describe you as a person. Exactly. <laughs> you look at me and you're like, this guy's just like a testosterone riddled. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, that's a joke. That's sarcasm. Yeah. No, Ben is, Ben is yeah. very sweet. Uh, yesterday, another man described me as pretty. <laughs> yeah. You know what? And I said, what do you? I'm I, I was like, I'll take the uh, thanks. I don't know. You're pretty. Uh, yeah. I was like, what's happening That's there? A clip what's with right that? There. Just cut that out. Just me saying, yeah, you're pretty. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So, anyways, WWF uh, was huge, and I went to go see WWF as a kid. Yeah. And I remember going with my dad. My dad took me to the Dane County Coliseum to go see WWF wrestling, and there were these like twenty-something-year-old like college students. They must have been ahead of me. Um flicking off the, the oh, wrestlers yeah. just swearing doing all this stuff and my dad like taps the guy on the show is like hey guys like uh you know trying to brought my son here to the <laughs> to the wrestling thing so you know just tone it down like a notch or yeah. whatever and then they got real buddy buddy with me yeah oh, who do you look forward to seeing oh who's your favorite wrestler mine was the blue blazer <laughs> <laughs> Which anybody knows know. the Blue Blazer. I don't know anything about wrestling. That is, but yeah, but not, not certainly not a major character. That's, that's for sure. someone that someone would that would describe you as pretty would like. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, well, I, there's so many avenues and corners of children's television to go down. I think you know what would be kind of cool is if we put out a thing to hear what you guys, the listeners, have watched as kids yeah. on Facebook, and maybe we'll come back to this. I would love to. I mean, I feel like we could go on for hours, like yeah. genuinely hours about this kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, we want to know like what you think, how it's evolved. I think it is moved into a more absurdist area nowadays. Um, 
some, it, it, what also is interesting, which I want to touch on really, really, really quick, is just a lot of it has moved to Netflix. Like all of children, like a lot of my friends who have kids and stuff, they're like, oh yeah, like Netflix is where you get kids shows. Right. Yeah. And so it's it's interesting because I think that that's um, offering them a little bit more freedom. It's also interesting because kids aren't being exposed to advertising as much in terms of commercials the way that we did growing up. And that's like a whole other topic. But Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like children's like advertising would be another. Well, if my mom's wow. on to talk about books. She can Should definitely talk. talk about ads. <laughs> yeah. 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 We had Holly on to talk about infomercials. That's um, right. But we'll maybe we'll talk about some other ads coming up as, a, as children. But mm-hmm. yeah, I, I would love to do another follow-up episode on this maybe in a month or so. So if you, uh, if you listen to this and you think it's interesting, tell us what you watched as a kid. We'll put up a, a thing on Facebook about it. Um, yeah, and we'll come back and revisit this because I, I, I think this is actually a really interesting topic. So, yeah, the the one other thing too that I, I wanted to mention, and this, you know, I know we're trying to you know wrap it up, That's but right. I was also thinking about the Disney movies that I was watching, and I mentioned like when we began that like you know Dumbo was obviously one or of like them, Fantasia and stuff like that. But the, there were these live action movies that people don't. The that are just kind of a strange. The but, first Disney movie I remember watching. Well, I don't yeah. know if it was Disney. Oh, I don't know. It was Cinderella. But okay. it, it was the Brandy Cinderella. Oh the yeah, all black yeah, cast. yeah, yeah. That was yeah. the first. That's like yeah. the first movie I remember watching. Was the was the. I remember when that came out. Was, Bra- sure, was Brandy yeah. Cinderella? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so one that I remember watching, which I haven't seen the the rebooted version, but was Pete's Dragon. Oh. Okay. Because that was a yeah. live action movie with just like an animated dragon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they just remade Pete's Dragon, which I never watched. Really? Yeah, it's now live action like Pete's Dragon. They made it. I like, had no idea. A couple few years ago. Oh yeah. wow. Um, so it was that and like bed. Bed knobs and broomsticks was another one. Yeah, we'll, we'll definitely have to talk about children's movies, but yeah. Ugh, and I would also yeah. like to talk, I think we should also do an episode. <laughs> Coming up with episodes live on Look at this, yes. Um, but on like uh, the fact that they're rebooting all the original Disney movies and yeah. how they, I oh, mean, I have you seen the Jungle Book one? Yes. It's bad. In fact, we <laughs> watched it. Good. Yes, yeah, we did. We, we watched it. Like all those, and, and like the, Aladdin just came out. We just went to see Aladdin too, and then Lion that? King is coming out. Yeah, I don't know. Mm. The thing is, it was like literally this. I mean, it's like scene for scene, like the same movie. Uh, I like it's <laughs> it's kind of ridiculous. I, I have things to say about it, but we'll save that for another episode. Yeah. Um. But yeah, thank you for listening to this episode. We will definitely revisit this topic. I think it's actually really, really interesting to talk about how the stuff you watch as a kid has influenced what you're watching now, which we didn't really get, really get into, but we'll get into that later. And also, just as an incentive, uh, you can support the podcast by uh, supporting us on Patreon, and we will just say that the bonus content for this week contains a spoiler for an upcoming major announcement that will be taking place. So, just another incentive to try and support this pod- also podcast. Also, fart jokes. <laughs> a little bit of that, little, but come on. You know, so, it's a little fun, and also you get some advanced, <laughs> yeah, advanced yeah, information. It's yeah, good. Yeah. Yeah, so check out our Patreon if you want to support the podcast. You can also follow us on Instagram and Facebook. That's where we do a lot of our interacting with you guys. Please uh, go to our Facebook and uh, like comment what you watch as a kid. Um, our song today, as is always, Finder by People With Bodies. Thank you, People With Bodies. We love you guys. Yeah. Uh, I'm Joey Lovato. And I'm Ben Birkenbein. Get into it. Optimism.